0: Inside Speedway is brought to you by P1 Australia and by Speedway Classics Magazine on sale now. From the dirt tracks across Australia, welcome to Inside Speedway with Dennis Newland and Craig Revell.
1: We're joined on the show by the Australian speed car champion of 2021-22, Matt Smith. Matt, have you got your head around Australian speed car champion yet?
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess you know, they have been chasing them for for a few years there, and kind of hadn't given up. But yeah, just thought you know we'd probably get there one day, and um, yeah, we finally finally made it happen, which was which was good.
1: One of the fascinating stories of your race at Archerfield or your weekend at Archerfield that it was a very late decision to compete in the Australian So what was the decision process and how did it all come together?
0: Yeah I guess I, I didn't want to go like with um with kind of holiday away and I hadn't you know been home a month and it was just all too hard and you know Western, essentially back in December I thought it wasn't on you know with Western Australia not being able to come over and stuff like that so I'd kind of the decision that I wasn't going and then you know then it was back on and and Gab kind of got keen keen to go because he didn't want to go either. Um, but yeah, two weeks out, he was kind of yeah pushing me a bit and, and you know, sort of on the Friday before I was still not not going until uh, yeah, I got a bit of a, a few phone calls from him and a few other people who, um, yeah, finally changed my mind.
1: A big title to win, one of the oldest national championships in all motorsport. What does it mean to you now to, to get that... A one on the tail tank.
0: Yeah, I, I guess it was kind of, um, you know, looking back, I won the AGP and state titles and track championships and stuff like that. So it's just sort of that one that I didn't didn't really have. Like, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, uh, I could have finished my career without one, and it wouldn't have really bothered me too much. You know, like there's plenty of good drivers out there that over the years that haven't haven't won one. You know, like look at, you know Mark Brown, he's won you know countless races over the years and. You know, never sort of got a title, it's sort of like Glenn Seaton never win Bathurst, you know. It's sort of just one of those, um, just one of those things.
1: By winning it, you join such elite company. An Australian Speed Car title and an Australian Speed Car Grand Prix. Johnny Stewart, George Tatenhall, Ronnie Mackay, Stephen Grahams, Nathan Spee. These are many, or a couple of those drivers you would have grown up watching.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely grew up. So Nathan drove one of my dad's cars for a few years there, and a few different things. You know, Stephen Graham, and you know, there's some some names on that AJP list that are, you know, quite um, yeah, accomplished races both in Australia and America. So it's you know, pretty pretty cool to have your your name on on that list, and especially you know that that in the Australian title list. So yeah, just. Like, I guess, when you have kids or something like that, you know, your name's going to be there on that shirt that so they sort of print off every year. So, yeah, that's pretty pretty cool.
1: And what about your background? Where does your racing interest, where did that first start?
0: Um, probably, obviously, with my family. So my dad had, you know, Adam Clark race for him for a lot of years. So a lot of those, I think it was 2000, 2001, the titles Adam won, that was in my, my dad's car, and then so sort of went to America. Racing over there with uh, Adam Clark and you know Michael Pickens and Nathan smear a couple of goes from around 2004 onwards. Um, so then at that stage I was only 14. So once I turned 16 in 2006, I started racing over there. Obviously because you know Dad had a, a team set up there with a couple of cars and stuff like that. So I did a lot of my racing in America when I was younger, from sort of 16 to 21. Um, I raced in America for for Dad and a couple of other car owners, and um, in Australia for you know I still sort of had one of my Dad's cars and raced for the you know Michael and Gina Rinkin and um, you know Grant Dranium, uh Paula and Jason Gray out of Queensland for for a lot of years until um yeah sort of come along and teamed up with Gav, which is kind of a family friend from from years ago in in boat racing. Actually, my Dad used to do. Gav and his dad uh, John's boat motors, like when when I was a kid, so that's kinda how the uh how this new partnership came about, which has uh been quite successful.
1: And you've been racing together for what is it now, four or five years?
0: Yeah, I Gav kinda sponsored me back when I was racing for my dad. Um a couple of little small rounds from sort of Brian Clausen and Christopher Bell come out and so, he was sort of, just you know, chuck a bit of money in there, and then he ended up getting the car and brought Brady Bacon out, and then um, I went racing sprint cars for with Barry Lewis in Sydney for for a year and a half there. And once um, that kind of finished up, like Gab sponsored the sprint car for me, and you know, we we're always friends. And then once that sort of finished up, um, yeah, we sort of put together a couple of good midgets and sort of went went racing. So it's uh, like I have been quite successful.
1: And the 70 that you've run on the car for a few years now, it changes to one. And will we get to see the one across the country? Do you think you'll up your racing program? Uh, Because you're going to have a lot of people that will want to have you at their tracks now.
0: Yeah, that's probably one of the, the only downsides of actually winning this race is, you know, now we might actually have to go do some more races. I've sort of been reducing my racing calendar over the years just to you know last year we ran you know three races just a couple out in out west and then the 50 lappers so um i said this year i kind of only wanted to run sort of six shows really between the late model and and midget so um yeah i don't i don't really know what what's going to happen now i guess we'll at least do the 50 lap up in queensland um i don't know what what's going to happen with Eastern Creek obviously once it gets opened we'll probably have to go there and have a couple of goes um, I wouldn't actually mind running the first speed car race at Eastern Creek to try and win that just to you know put your name down for that one as well um, I sort of won the, won the last late model race at, at um, the old you know Sydney uh, Parramatta so it would be cool to win one of the first ones at um, the new track as well
1: they're two very different cars a late model and a speed car
0: yeah, they're, they're very different, but um, we sort of adapted to the late model as well. I said, we um, yeah, Scotty Foy built me a new new rocket um, to go and race at Parramatta, um, which we're kind of going to do all the last season in. And as it turned out, once um, COVID hit, we won the first night out in that new car, and that was the last race. Um, that was the last race held at Parramatta as well. So, um, yeah, it will be good to have a go up the new track in the late model as well. Um, like I said, they are two completely different cars, but, yeah, if you get the top right on both of them, you can, you can win.
1: What about other racing interests? You are a big fan of all sorts of motorsport. Have you wanted to have a dabble in any asphalt stuff or rallying or anything else like that?
0: Yeah, I mean, the asphalt stuff never really... It just, I guess, comes back to what, what you know, you know, sort of, Grown up on Speedway and done a lot of stuff there, and you know, there's obviously a lot of cost in in the task side of things. So we're pretty good friends with Glenn and Aaron Seaton, and sort of see what goes on on that side of the fence. And yeah, I think I was trying to reduce sort of my racing career, so at the moment probably isn't the best stage to uh, try and you know try other things. Um, rally actually would probably be a bit of a bit of fun, I reckon. Um, that's probably something that I would you know. Entertain the idea of sort of in the next few years, but um, yeah, it's it, that's a whole different sport altogether. But,
1: yeah, it has got some transferable skills, but uh, very different cars and and a very different style of uh, of driving. Although you probably would have the comfort of having the car stepping out on you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's. What I mean, I, I I think I'd be probably more suited to, r- to rally than than to. Um, yeah, car racing in that in that regard, but um, I mean there's some other stuff too, like you know off, off-road sort of racing, you know trophy trucks and stuff like that. Um, got a, a mate with an off-road buggy that always sort of said that if he ever wanted to hop out of it, I'd always be keen to have a go. So um, yeah, you never know what um, yeah what, what might come up.
1: Well, it's been an interesting ride so far and for a man who's winding back and was thinking about skipping the Australian title, it's uh, all come up trumps for you and that's probably a guarantee that we're going to see you on the track a bit more in the uh, rest of this 2022 summer and then into twenty two twenty
0: three. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Like I said, now we've got the day one on the car. We'll, um, you know, the, the car's based out of Sydney as well, so like I said, with uh, the new Western Creek track coming coming on board. And I believe the Midget Tile is there next year as well. So um, now that we've, you know, we'll probably have to go and defend our title. So I think Gab's ordered a new car and a few different things. So we'll, uh, yeah, see, see what he brings.
1: Mm. And uh, just talking about the race, it, you didn't have it all your own way. You had to work out of... Um, Position number three from memory. Once that Carson's car wasn't fired up, so you you didn't just get to the uh, you know start at the front and say goodbye to everyone. What was what was the race like and how you had to plan your way through the traffic?
0: Yeah, I guess like the Australian title thing. There's that many points that you get from the different heat races. We um, had a good run going the first heat race and got sort of caught up in something and sort of put us behind April. But you know we knew once we go in the dash that you know you can. Like Carson, you know, went from, I think, qualifying seventh or something like that to starting on the pole. So um, in the end, you know, they didn't start, which was, you know, sort of bad luck for them. It would have been good to, you know, have a have a race. And Carson definitely would have been quick. But, um, you know, that's just part of racing, I guess. But, um, yeah, we started third, um, got the sort of the back of Smee on the, on the first lap down the back straight. And car felt pretty good. And we could sort of run up on him. uh, Smee was definitely a lot tighter than what we were early in the race Um, and I think about three laps into us, thought it was about time to start throwing some slide jobs on him and see if I can get past him and sort of run my own race, Um, so we sort of did that for a little while, Um, couldn't sort of clear him and there was still too much drive on the bottom so fell back in line and just sort of followed him for a little while until he made a small mistake. And then, um, yeah, we could do a slide job and sort of outrace him and, and just grab the lead and sort of was never headed from there. Um, as it turned out, all the yellow flares came just at the right time. I think we were just starting to hit lap traffic um, at, at one stage there and, you know, the yellow would come out and then, you know, we'd have sort of a 10-lap stint again and then the yellow would come out. So, yeah, they definitely definitely helped as, as it turned out. I only had to pass two cars to end up winning the, the title, which was good.
1: Well, congratulations, Matt, and we wish you all the very best as you uh, continue on now as Australian number 1.
0: All okay, right, thanks for that. Yeah, hopefully
1: see you at the track. Yeah, indeed, and it's going to be interesting times ahead, as you've mentioned a couple of times already, with Eastern Creek coming on board. And, uh, well, a lot of the other tracks, I think, are going to take a cue from Eastern Creek and, and probably start lifting the professionalism of the promotion and also the way... The uh, tracks are prepared, and we'll, I think we're going to see some, some very interesting moves over the next uh, probably three to five years.
0: Yeah, I, I hope you're right for the sort of the whole of the sport. I, yeah, hope it happens. Like I said, now that that's tracks built, you know, sort of I think Speedway's pretty well uh, ingrained in Sydney for the next you know fair few years. So it'll be good to see.
1: Thanks very much for your time joining us here on the show, Matt Smith. Yeah, not a problem. Thanks
0: Thanks for having me. Tune in next week for more on Inside Speedway. Inside Speedway is produced by Thunder Media. Any reproduction, accounts, or descriptions of the program without written permission from Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Inside Speedway is brought to you by P1 Australia. And by Speedway Classics Magazine. On sale now.